Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. There's no such thing as too much of a good thing when it comes to relationships. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we're going to talk about the type of people who you need in your circle. Before I get into this, let me, as I always do, remind everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I will send out for free to everyone who is in my text community and is free to be in my text community. All you have to do to get in it is let me know you want to be in it. How you let me know is by texting me. Here's the number. 305-384-6894. Send a text to that number right now. And every day when I send out my daily motivation text message, because you have let me know you wanted to receive it, guess what? Ask and ye shall receive. You will get that daily motivation every day to your phone. Message guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. You can even respond to any of those text messages. And every day, I take some time and I actually go through all my texts and I respond to people's text messages. So ask one of your friends who's already in it if they have ever gotten a response from me and they will confirm that yes, they have. So text me at that number. The link is down below in the description just in case you missed it and get my daily motivation text every day free of charge straight to your phone. Now to today's topic, the type of people who you need in your circle. First of all, make sure you check out a couple past episodes where I've talked about associations and getting the right type of people around you. I've done it in many episodes, but a couple I want to refer you to specifically episodes 976 and 977, where I in two parts, I broke down the eight types of people you need around you. And I gave you eight different categories of people. And you need one person who fits at least one of each of those eight categories. So listen to those two episodes. They are listed down below in the show notes, linked down below in the show notes. And also episode 975, right before that, where I talked about the four types of people you need to avoid. Because yes, there are people you want to have around you. There are also people you absolutely do not want to have around you. You want to make sure they're not in your circle. You want to listen to that one as well. So you know the right thing to do and the wrong things not to do. And listen to episode also 1038, 
where I talked about the three levels of people and limiting your associations, those two minute, two hours and two day people. So those four episodes that I just referred to are listed down below in the show notes, the links to them directly to them. But also, if you just go to work on your game you can listen to any episode in the history of the show. They are all listed. They're all 2000 plus of them are listed there at work on your game just in case you ever want to check an episode that maybe you forgot about in the past. And hopefully over time, as technology improves and the Internet and all of technology periods, technology overall can start indexing audio the way they can index written material. Then everything that I've ever said in the history of the show, like the actual words that I've said, it will become searchable. And then you can actually search for past episodes just based on things that I said within the episode. Now, when that happens, the listenership of this show, I believe, is going to 10 or 100 X because I often get people who will come to me and they'll say they won't say, Dre, can you tell me where I can find episode 622 or episode 837? Often people will come to me and they'll say, well, Dre, I remember an episode where you said something like this, and it'll remind me of something that they heard me say, but they don't remember which episode it was. And based on what they say, I can't remember which episode it was. So it's hard for me to even direct them to it. And that's right now, the internet can't really solve that problem. Now, if I had said something in writing and you just remembered a few words or a phrase of what I said, you could just search the words and the internet can find it. Search engines can find written word because they can index everything that has been written down. But as of today, technology has not yet caught up to being able to index verbiage, things that have been spoken. So you take all the videos I got on YouTube, all 8,000 of those, all 2,200 plus that I have here on this show, that's 10,000 pieces of content. They can index all of that to get the actual words that I've spoken in every single one of those pieces of content. And that can become searchable to where you can search. And I said some phrase a thousand episodes ago, and you can remember the phrase and then it can pull up that exact episode through the search engine, that's going to change everything. And this show, as well as others who have a bunch of spoken word material out there, whether on video or audio, is going to change a lot and make it a lot easier for all of our material to be more easily searched and found. Now, there are some platforms that are slowly working on this, but the technology has not quite caught up to it yet. But when that happens, hopefully we're all allowed to see it. I expect it'll be within the next five years. So I think most of us will be allowed to see that, hopefully. And when that happens, then it'll make it a lot easier for you all to search through stuff. And it'll be a lot easier for me to actually refer you to stuff and easier for you to refer to stuff because you can just remember a, a couple of lines of what I said and you'll be able to pull up that episode. So with all that said today, what we are talking about are the personal attributes of the type of people you do want to have around you. So not just a category of people, but I'm talking about the personal attributes that you want these people to have. And just as a side note, Understand that when it comes to relationships, there's no such thing as too much of a good thing when it comes to relationships. Now, there is too much of a good thing when it comes to many other things in life, like uh, candy, but there's no such thing as too much of a good thing when it comes to relationships. There is no downside to having more people who are quality individuals, like high level individuals who are about something, who have a favorable opinion of you. There is no downside to having, if you have 10 people like that right now, there's no downside to having 100. If you have 100, there's no downside to having 1,000. The more about something individuals you have in your life who have a favorable opinion of you, the better. Okay, so you want to accumulate as many of these people as possible. So every time you meet someone who fits one of these descriptions, you want to keep that person around in your life because life is all about relationships. In the end of everything, when your focus is no longer on the money or the stats or the accomplishments or the trophies, 
the only thing that's really going to matter to you are your relationships. Who are the people around you on your deathbed? Is it going to be the relationships? It's not going to be your followers. It's not going to be your trophies. It's not going to be how much money you made or how big your business was. It's going to be the relationships that you built. So having quality relationships with quality people is always a good thing. And you want to have as much of them as possible. So listen to those episodes I've already referred you to and make sure you get people around you who fit the description of these three types that I'm going to describe here today. Point number one, I'm just going to give you three. And this is not an all-inclusive list. Number one, topic again, type of people you want in your circle. Number one, you want people you can learn from. These are the type of people who are always reading books. They're reading publications that you might not even know about. They'll mention a book that you never heard about or an author who you didn't know existed, and they're going to put you on to it. These are the people who have information that you didn't even know was out there, let alone were you looking for it, and maybe information that you couldn't even understand or interpret, but they can understand it and interpret it for you. These are the people who you look forward to talking to because you know when you talk to this person, you're going to learn something new every time you have a conversation with them. And how many people do you have in your life who fit this description? If you don't have any, you need to get some. These are the people who, when you talk to them, they are the type of people who will challenge you to think as long as you are open to being challenged to think. Now, I understand. And let me add something to this, to what I just said there. We're still on point number one. When a person, the type of people who will challenge you to think, if they interpret that you're the type of person who doesn't like to be or want to be challenged to think, it's not that they lose their ability to do so. They're just going to stop doing it with you. And usually, these type of individuals, the type of people who you can learn from, if they gauge you to be the type of person who's not interested in learning or the type of person who's not interested in being challenged to think, they will move you into the two-minute category. Like we talked about in episode 1038, you got the two-minute people, the two-hour people, and the two-day people. They might be a two-day person to you, but you might be a two-minute person to them. So you want to make sure you keep your mind open and be the type of person who does want to be challenged to think. Be the type of person who does appreciate when someone comes to them and says, hey, do you know about this book? Do you know about this conference? Do you know about this information? Do you know about this new thing that's going on that you should probably know about? You want to make sure you remain an open-minded individual because if one of these type of people comes around, they're going to be gauging you and trying to figure out, are you the type of person who actually wants to be challenged to think? Are you the type of person who wants to learn? Are you the type of person who wants to know about a book that they should probably read? If they gauge that you're not that type of person, they'll just stop sharing that type of information with you. And eventually, because they're that type of person, you and them are not mixing. This is going to stop associating with you. They're going to stop taking your calls and you all stop in an opportunity. All right. These are the people who will, when you talk to them, they're going to ask you, hey, what books are you reading right now? Or they'll ask you, what podcast are you listening to at the moment? These are people you can learn from because they are always learning things. All right. This is not a person who's just standing at the pulpit uh, telling you everything you need to know, but they also, they want to do an information exchange. See, people who like to share knowledge also want to receive knowledge because the only way they can share it is because they're always taking it in. You get what I'm saying? So they want to talk to people who will listen to them when they share something, but they also want to associate with the type of people who have something to share. This is why this is the person who says, what books are you reading right now? I sent out a text a couple of weeks ago and I said to everyone in my text community, what two books are you reading right now? Because often the people who I like to associate with are usually reading more than one book at a time. And I personally, I'm always reading at least one book, book that I actually have to look at and read. So either a digital or physical book. And at the same time, I'm always listening to an audio book. So actually, as of this recording right now, I got three books going. Is it three? No, I actually got four books going. So I'm reading some lifetime of work by this guy named Dan Kennedy. He's an old marketing guy. So that's kind of like a learning thing that I'm taking in. 
I'm also reading a book about Tiger Woods. I forget who the author is. It's not written by Tiger Woods. This is by, who's this author? Author of this book is, doesn't even say on the cover of the book, but this book about Tiger Woods is basically a biography of him. It doesn't have the author's name on the cover. That's the audio book I'm listening to right now. You can see it right there. I am also reading The Wizard of Lies. That's a book about Bernie Madoff. It's a really good book. It's just telling the story of how he did his whole thing by Diana B. Enriquez. And I am almost about a third of the way through that book. I'm looking at that on iBooks. I'm also rereading The Law of Success, one of my top five books of all time, rereading that. And is that four books? Yeah, it's four books. So those are four books that I am consuming right now. But I want to talk to people who are reading books. I want to talk to anybody who's not reading anything. You're not taking in anything. I want to talk to people who are learning. Because if you're learning, that means you have some new stuff that you can tell me. And if I'm learning, I got some new stuff I can tell you. So now we can exchange information. So the synergy between my brain and your brain, we create a third brain to call that the mastermind. Napoleon Hill talked about that in The Law of Success, also in Thinking Grow Rich. So you want to deal with the type of people who are going to ask you, what are you reading right now? What are you learning right now? What's the newest thing you took in? And if you don't fit that description, they're not going to talk to you. I mean, they could be high and by, but you become a two-minute person. Is their normal way of thinking and being? So my question is, first of all, are you one of these people? And everything that I talk about on this show, whenever I say these are the type of people you want around you, understand, read between the lines of that. I mean, I'm talking about you too. You need to be one of these people because think about it. All the people who are listening to this show, some of them might be your friends. They may be your associates. So they're going to listen to what I'm saying. They look at you and see, do you fit the description? So you should look at it and ask yourself, do you fit the description? Are you the type of person that other people look to, to learn something from? Are you a person that when somebody calls you, they know they're going to learn something in the 15 minutes of that conversation? Are you the type of person who, when somebody's talking to you, they say, what books are you reading right now? You will actually have an answer to the question. Are you a person who, when somebody says, what's one of the newest things that you learned that you've been applying in your life or at work? You have an answer to the question. Because if you don't, then you may be moved into the two minute category by them. And they may be a high quality person who you actually want to have an association with, But if you're not the type of person who is on their level, then why would they want to associate with you? Now, I know why you might want to associate with them, but why would they want to associate with you? These are all things to keep in mind. So again, reverse everything I'm saying here today and don't just use it for you to look at other people. Look at yourself first, because if you don't fit the description, why would anybody care if you're evaluating them? They're evaluating you as well. So first of all, are you this type of person? And secondly, do you have any of these people in your circle? And if so, how many? Number two. Today's topic, once again, is the type of people who you need in your circle. You need connectors, connectors of influence. Connectors are the type of people, if you read Malcolm Gladwell's book called The Tipping Point, he talks about this. And actually, my first point and my second point actually are points that Malcolm Gladwell touched on in his book. So he talked about mavens. A maven is a person who just has a whole bunch of information about a certain topic. They just know everything. You bring them, bring up Hey, I want to buy a car. They just know everything about cars. These are people who are reading the consumer reports and they know about every new car coming out. doesn't mean they necessarily own the car. They just know everything about a topic because they're just sponges for information on a certain area of expertise. Not on everything, but on a certain area of expertise. They call those the mavens. And that's related to what I talked about in the first point. Not exactly the same thing, but similar. And then Michael Gladwell talks about the connectors. The connectors are people who know people. And when I say connectors, I'm talking about connectors of influence. All right, I want to make sure you all understand, don't bastardize any of these points and make sure you take them fully as how I'm saying them. So when I say a connector of influence, what I mean here is people who are connected, not just to anybody, but people who are connected to people who are about something. All right. Notice that phrase. I've used it a couple of times already here today. 
These are the people who can introduce you to other people who have something going on. I'm not talking about some bums on the street who aren't doing anything, don't know anybody, aren't learning anything and can't really do anything for you. It's cool to know those people, but if they can't really help you move forward, what are they actually doing for you? Again, two minutes, two hours, two days, people, you got to put people in categories. So these connectors of influence that I'm talking about, these are the people who are outside. You know, I talk about being outside all the time. That means they're active. They are known. They are on the scene and they are known by the type of people who you want to be known by. Again, they're not known by a bunch of nobodies. They're known by a bunch of somebodies. These are the people who know people and people know them. They have positive relations with people who can and are making things happen. The value of these people is that they bring a, a cachet of relationships. All right, they have relationships, meaning these are the type of people who you say you need something, you need to know something, you're trying to do something. They can say, you know what? I know two or three people who might be able to help you with that. Let me make a couple calls and get back to you. And they do actually make a couple calls and they do actually get back to you. Now, these are the kind of people you need to know. You need to have relationships with these kind of people. The value of these people is in the relationships that they have and in the fact that you have a relationship with them. And remember, this is an important life point. You can and will get a lot more done through relations with others than you will ever get done through your own hard work, skill, and time. Let me say that one again. I know I've said it before, but I'm going to say this all the time. It's a very important principle that everybody needs to understand. You can and will get a lot more done through relationships with others than you will ever get done through your own efforts, skill, and time investments. Why? Because you're only one person. You only got two hands, one brain, two legs. There's only so many things you can do on your own. And at the same time, you only have so many skills. You have certain areas where you are an expert and other areas where you are not. But other people, they have other areas that will balance you out where your expertise can help them and their expertise can help you. And it would be foolish of you to try to do everything on your own simply because you don't have the physical resources to do everything on your own. You can't be in more than one place at a time. And secondly, you don't have the skill to do everything on your own. You're not good at everything. So if you're trying to do everything, that means by definition, you're mediocre at several things because you ain't good at all of them. You're good at a few things and that's it. And being good at a few things, not a bad thing, folks. You just got to decide what you want to be good at and everything else. Fill those gaps with other people. Now, there are 8 billion people on the planet. Why would you try to do everything by yourself? That doesn't even add up. Why would you do everything by yourself when you got 8 billion options of using the skills of other people? And using other people is not a bad thing, folks, because you use other people with their skills and they will use you and your skills. If any of you have a job, if any of you get paid for anything, if you have a business and you have clients or you have customers, you are being used. People are using your brain. They're using your knowledge. They're using your time. They're using your skill and they pay you for it. And you do the same thing. When you pay other people, you are using their skill. When I take my car to the auto mechanic and have them change the oil and get a car tune up, I'm using them. I'm using the mechanic's skill and he is okay with that because I'm going to pay him for it. Do you understand? You get into a course, you sign up for somebody's course, you're using their brain and their knowledge and their expertise. And in exchange, they're okay with you using them because you're going to pay them for it. All right? This is not a negative thing to be used. Okay. So don't look at that as a negative thing. I know people kind of throw that term around as if it's some type of exploitation. It's not an exploitation. It's a positive thing. Everything in life is actually neutral. Everything I'm saying here is neutral. It's just the way that you choose to look at it that determines whether it's positive or negative. So be clear that you want to utilize other people. You want to use skills of other people. You just need to figure out which skills of other people you want to use, how and why you want to use them. And at the same time, 
what skills of yours can be used by others? Because that's what makes you valuable to other people. Here's what I can do for you. Here's how I can help you. Here's what I bring to the table. You should be clear on that so that you can clearly communicate to other people and show them how they can use you and then how you can use them. This is what we call symbiotic relationships. It's usually where relationships come from. I get something, you get something. But let me be clear again that this is not just knowing any old person. It's cool to know people, even if they don't have anything going on. Just make sure you're not giving them too much of your resources. You need to know which people can actually get things done. All right, there are levels to this game. It's not just anybody who can actually help you get stuff done versus who's just you no know, out there taking up space. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is the type of people who you need in your circle. Third type of person are people who balance out your weaknesses. And we just touched on this in the previous point. So in order for you to do this, first of all, you had to be clear in assessing yourself. So as opposed to the previous two points, which were more general types of people, this one is more relative and is more specific to the type of person that you are. Let's say, for example, you're not a very friendly person. You're not the gregarious life at a party type of individual. You need friends and need to have a relationship with people who are that type of person, the type of person who walks into the local bar and everybody knows them, or the type of person who just knows everybody in the neighborhood, the type of person who knows everybody in town. Everywhere they go, they always see somebody that they know. You know anybody like that? Anywhere you go with them, somebody knows them, somebody's related to them, that somebody recognizes them. If you're not that type of person, that's fine. You don't need to become that type of person. You can if you want to. But if you're not that type and it's not in the cards for you to become that type, you need to make friends with someone who is that type. Because these type of people are the connectors. You need those people around you. So if you're not that type, become it. If you're not great at business, for example, you're not that business-minded person, you're more the artsy creator type of individual, but you don't really like focusing on the business and the numbers, but you want to run a business, okay, then you need to get somebody around you who actually wants to run a business. All right, get around people who are business-minded. You're more the business-minded person. You're not into the creation and the art, but you love the numbers and the getting the job done and the bottom line. Get someone around you who can create something so that you can make a business out of it, whatever it's going to be. So this is how you balance. This is how people can balance each other out. If you don't like talking to people, you're the type of person who just doesn't like people. Uh, get around people who are into that so that they can balance you out. Because it doesn't mean you don't have skills. Just you don't like talking to people. There are other skills in life. If you're not a good salesperson, you're not a good writer, you're not a good marketer, you don't like solving problems or you need to find a person who can balance out what you don't like. Because there are certain things in life that you may not be good at or that you simply don't like doing. Just because you're not good at them or you don't like doing them does not mean that those things don't still need to be done. And it doesn't mean that those things are not still valuable. So you need to find someone who can actually do those things for you. Because they don't just get canceled just because you don't like them. Everybody hear what I just said? Just because you don't like something doesn't mean it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean it's not important. It doesn't mean you should just ignore it and hopefully one day it'll go away. If you don't like going to the gym, that doesn't mean you should just ignore your fitness and your physical health because one day there'll come a point when you can't ignore it. You get what I'm saying? So this is why if you're a type of person who's running a business, you're a salesperson, you don't like paying attention to the accounting, you don't like you know, looking at balance sheets and making sure that your financial statement looks right and your taxes are paid and everything's being done on the up and up on the back end of your business, you ignoring it is not going to help the situation, is it? Okay, because there's going to come a day when you can't ignore it. So you get what I'm saying? You need to figure out, first of all, you need to look at yourself and self-assess. What am I good at and where do I need to fill gaps? And when you get clear where you need to fill gaps, you need to go about filling those gaps and finding the people who you can fill their gaps. That We call that a symbiotic relationship. You are helping me, I'm helping you. You need to find a person who balances those things out. Again, these are things that are necessary for your long-term success. The easiest way to get started 
is looking at your long-term goals, which requires that you actually have some long-term goals. So if you don't have long-term goals, pause, make some long-term goals, look at them once you have them, and then figure out, since you know your goals, where you can fill certain gaps that need to be filled for you to reach those goals, and then which ones you probably won't fill yourself, but somebody else can. The big mistake that many people make that you should not make is believing that you can fill all these gaps on your own. All right, this is a bad idea. The reason it's a bad idea is because there are certain skills that you simply don't have, and it's just not in the cards for you to be the person when it comes to that thing. And that's completely fine. You just need to find somebody else who does. Like I'm a person who's, if you're watching this on video, I've written 31 books. I'm not a designer when it comes to like graphic design. I'm not a graphic designer. But if you look at the covers of my books, you notice they all, I mean, they all have a certain energy, but the designs are all different. They all look different. It's not because I taught myself how to be an artist. It's because I went and hired people who could do what I don't want to do and I don't want to teach myself to do. All right. So do not trick yourself into believing you can fill all the gaps on your own or you'll just develop every skill by yourself. Don't do that. By the time you figure those things out, if you do, you'll be out of time. Instead, use other people and let other people use you. Let's recap today's class. It says the type of people you need in your circle. Point number one, people you can learn from. These are people who are always reading, always learning, always looking at something new. And they're always asking you, what are you reading? What are you learning? What are you getting new? If you don't have an answer, they're going to stop associating with you. So make sure you are this type as well as looking for these types. Number two, connectors of influence. These are people who know people. Everywhere they go, somebody knows them. Everything you mentioned, they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. You need these people around because they have the relationships. They have the connections. If you're not this type of individual, you should become it at least in your space. You need to be known in your space. You need to be outside, like I've talked about in the past. And again, these are not just people who know any no slapdick person running around the streets, but people who are actually doing stuff. They know them. There are levels to this. And number three, people who balance out your weaknesses. You need to know who you are, know where your strengths are, know what your weaknesses are, and then go about filling those gaps and weaknesses with people who have skills that you don't have. Like Henry Ford talked about. Have a, Henry Ford said back in the day, he's the guy who bought the automobile to the United States. And he said, I got a set of buttons on my desk in my office. And anytime I need a question answered that I can't answer, I press a button and somebody who can answer it comes into the room. You need that in your life. Not necessarily a set of buttons on your desk, but people that are, right, I have an issue in this area. I don't know anything about this area, but I know 10 people who do. And you can make a call and they'll answer your call. Those are the kind of people you need around you in life. So those are three types you need to get started with. This is not an all-inclusive list, but you need to get started with just these three. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894 and workonyourgameuniversity.com where you get access to the exclusive work on your game system, nine part system that will apply to your life and to your business to get everything in order and get you on path to creating the kind of game and results from your game that you want. That's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.